Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. This podcast is here to shake up the way you think about basically everything from health, beauty, entrepreneurship, and whether you're loving the newest trends. These ladies are here to prove that it's always better when salt and pepper come together. So here are your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Hi, Shakers. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. This is Olivia, if this is your first time. Um, I just wanted to pop in here and let you guys know we had a little bit of technical difficulties. And by we, I mean me. Uh, My computer got the best of me. Uh, Technology foiled me again. Um, I feel like if Lisa hears that, she'll be like, what does foiled mean? Um, Anyway, we were recording this virtually and there was just some problems. So Lisa, sounds super clear and her mic sounds great but unfortunately my audio just isn't 10 out of 10. Um, You can still hear everything that I'm saying don't you worry I'm still here I'm present in this episode but the audio really isn't up to par with how it normally is. But in the spirit of just needing to release this episode and feeling like we didn't want to re-record I just went ahead and said all right this week it's not going to be the best but it's still content and we know you guys are still going to love it so thank you so much for tuning into the show and let's just dive right in hi shakers welcome to the salt and pepper podcast my name is olivia and i'm lisa and on today's episode you're eavesdropping in on our own conversation we're talking about the holidays and surviving them I would rather just not participate. (laughs) I know, me too. I need to insert a throwing up sound. And by the way, I don't know if you you listened to our unpopular opinions, but I added the prices right sound of the wheel. I didn't. I normally don't listen back to episodes unless it's a guest. Yeah, no, I know. It was funny because I was doing it, so I, my voice was going ding, 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 and then I put the audio behind it, and it was so That's dumb, funny. but it was funny. Um, so I was just saying that because I might actually put a throwing up sound. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, the holidays are upon us, which is crazy because I feel like, well, like I feel like I was just hating summer, and then all of a sudden now I'm hating the holidays. So I think it's a me thing. I think it's a me problem. <laughs> All the things what, I hate. It, is is the problem... Um, hmm, okay, this might sound rough. Is the problem being pessimistic? Or is it like you... Hmm, maybe that is the problem. Because I'm trying no, to think of what, what I, the... I think the problem... Okay, so I've actually... More recently, I don't think the word that is me is pessimistic. Because I don't think that I actually am, like, when you really break it down. Because I think if I was pessimistic, I wouldn't have, like, pursued the things that I'm pursuing and, like, be optimistic that they're going to work. Like, I'm not pessimistic like, within have hope. that. Yeah, I have a lot of hope. Like, no, this is going to work out. Like, I'm not, like, negative Nancy. Um, such a boomer thing to say. Um, I, think I, I think I just like things the way that they are. I just like my routine and so when there's like the holidays and birthdays and all of these things I'm like 
no, have a routine. Don't want to do other things outside of that. It's more of what um, it is. Excuse me. What, what, uh, question. What do you mean by birthdays? I was talking about Arturo's birthday. Mm-hmm. Not, not anybody. No one else's. Well, Good it was answer. my mom's, my dad's, yours, and Arturo's within a month of each other. And Arturo's mom. <laughs> and Arturo's mom. And then you go right into Thanksgiving and then Christmas. So it's just like that chunk of Too going out. Yeah. Well, going out, doing stuff, spending extra money. And then me just being like, I just kind of want to be at home and work, but we're doing all these things and everyone wants to be festive. And I'm like, well. Why, why does Thanksgiving have to be so close to Christmas? It's wrong. Um, yeah. I don't know. I wish it was like, like if we could spread it out, like maybe we can make a movement. Why don't we put it in like February or March or something? Yeah, totally. Spread out. St. Patrick's Day. Well, we have a national holiday in February, my birthday, the twenty sixth. So that's kind of the same. Everyone's the holiday that you don't like to celebrate. I love birthdays. It was mostly just last year. I know year. you love birthdays, but uh, no, 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 because it was the year before that, too. It's not that I don't like to celebrate it. It's just like, what are you going to do here? There's plenty <laughs> to do. Okay, this is a different conversation. That's, for that sounds a time. little pessimistic to me, but... No, okay, it's not pessimistic. It's life will be better and easier when I have my own space. I think we can all understand that. I don't have like a house that people can come over to. Even Arturo, like I can't just go out and cook dinner and have friends over. Like I would love that if that's what my birthday was, and I just can't do that. So my I think, house. No, I know, but you know it's different. Going when, out. You know it's different when it's your own place. Like you know that, and like being able to like cook for people and host people. That's okay. I'm excited but, for like, when that happens. Birthdays don't have to be at your house though. True. Like going out to a dinner, you can get, you know, we can go to Pomodori, get a side room, we can okay. go to a different city. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We've got a little while. <laughs> I'm just telling you there's options. There is options, but that will be, that will go into our eavesdrop, but let's do our current obsession. Okay, great. You want me to start? Yes. Um, Cleaning. I've just been so obsessed with cleaning lately. Okay. I um have recently so I got this soap from Target like two months ago. It's oh, I'm so annoying. I love the scent so much I almost don't want to tell people, but um it's Snowberry by uh whatchamacallit? Mrs. Myers. Mrs. Myers. Put that link um, in the show notes. <laughs> Um, and like everyone who comes over and uses the soap is like, where do you find this? And they ran out from Target. I literally got the last one. Um, and they never restocked it, which don't get me started on targets that are like not in populated cities. They're the worst. They never restock. So I went on Amazon and... I found out they have cleaning supplies in the same scent. So now every time I clean and do the dishes, and I thought it was like, I thought the dish soap was a weird idea because I'm like, oh no, is it going to 
smell weird like against like pasta sauce and right cheese or whatever else is in the pan or whatever I'm cooking but it like takes over the scent of anything else and it just smells like the snowberry and it smells like a fresh Christmassy scent almost like a snowy berry it's unbelievable and it's beautiful and I love the smell of it it makes me so happy great happy you got that stuff um my current obsession is we just got a new coffee maker the um the Nespresso one I was telling you about and it creatista I don't know if that's how you say it, um, but it's like super fancy. I'm like way more money than it was mostly my mom's. And I was like, mom, you spent so much money on this. Um, but it's just so nice because it's so much easier to make coffee in the morning. And now I can like have my decaf coffee at night and just like do it. And it's quick oh, and easy because I just I don't need to be fancy. And I'm wanting to kind of start changing the way I drink coffee. So this is like helpful. So. Oh, why? It's not doing as many lattes. I drink soy lattes, which everyone is so judgmental of that, which, by the way, I've done so much research. And unless you're drinking like a gallon a day, it doesn't affect you. And everyone is going to be like, that's not true. I'm going to be like, I've drank it my whole life. And look at me. Um, Let's let's get a scientist on. Well, I understand that soy milk isn't the best for you. But truth be told, any types of milks, unless you're buying them, have so much added sugar. And... um, and I get like the little bit of vanilla and I'm just like, I really like the taste of coffee with just some oat milk and a tiny bit of honey. And I will drink that usually at my house every day. And I'm like, I don't need to get latte every single time. So I'm just trying to change my, my little routines and habits because there are just so many things with added sugar in them that are really unnecessary. So, hmm. yeah. So like every time you go out, um, not doing a latte, or like not doing lattes at home anymore? Or... Well, I don't do lattes at home. I do just coffee with almond milk and some monk fruit. And I really like that. And then when I go to the church, I'll have coffee and oat milk. And I love it. I'm like, well, I just should start doing that anyway. I think it's just better. And then maybe I'll treat myself every once in a while when I want to get something. You know, I think it's good. Arturo read this book and it, or he wants to read this book. But it's so interesting it's called um will this make the boat go faster and it's like an olympic rowing team and every single time they would do anything in their life they would ask themselves if it would make the boat go faster so like if you're they're going to sit down and eat something that's like really bad for them it's like will this make the boat go faster if they're going to stay up really late and they'll like ask themselves that questions obviously you don't have to do that with everything but it just made me think about that with like the small baby choices i make every day of like Will this actually help me in my life better, be healthier, you know, be more motivated, et cetera. Hmm. Anyway. Is it about like building muscle or is it about like, like healthy habits? Yeah. Because I feel like there's a difference between like you're trying to build muscle and actually like make something go faster. So you're making a routine out of like, don't, do anything that can prevent you from like you know getting yeah there's just the balance yeah there's a balance of course yeah yeah yeah. I'm not saying I would do that with everything I I totally believe in balance always with everything is this gonna make me stronger and faster (laughs) and run sprints 
<laughs> which I mean, if somebody wants to do that, that's like insane discipline, but I always want to like enjoy my life. Yeah. But I think lately I've just noticed like even last, cause you know, we've talked about like my dietary stuff a lot and mm-hmm. last night eating so healthy, just noticing the actual difference in how I feel and how much better I feel and just understanding will this make the boat go faster? Even in the sense of like, will grabbing my phone right when I wake up make my day better? Will like mm, skipping mm-hmm. doing this workout because it's too hard, will that make me stronger? And and asking those small questions, because I think when you do that for so many days in a row, like your life could be completely different, you know? So, so last night you ate a healthy meal? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. And I like what made food it? at home and didn't like go out. Um, I made butternut squash and then I got that lemon chicken I've talked about from Trader mm-hmm. Joe's and it was just super good. Is the so. chicken pre-cooked? I forget. Yeah, it's pre-cooked. So it was yeah. just really okay. easy and simple. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. I've been um, doing more tea. And not even on purpose. It's just I've been watching Downton Abbey and I'm influenced (laughs) by literally everything around me and I become whatever I watch. So that's why I don't watch bad TV. Uh, I I noticed after a couple days, I'm like, I have so much energy. What have I done differently in my life? And I'm like, oh, I haven't been drinking as much coffee. I didn't know it was Mm going to make that much of a difference because I'm still drinking like black tea in the morning and you know like green tea throughout the day or whatever it is and I've I've noticed a really big difference so yeah I I'm like I'm not like trying to make a permanent change to that but yeah just like Mm -hmm. drinking more tea yeah totally um should we get to the silver lining of the week yep uh would you like to go uh yeah i went to forage this morning and there was no muffins and i was not happy they'd never make enough yeah so jacob if you're listening which you are which you are i've told you for i will not take this i will absolutely not take this and when something sounds good you like have your mindset that you're gonna go get one you're so excited about it i'm gonna go have my black coffee my warm raspberry bran muffin with butter and it's funny we were talking about healthy habits and no coffee (laughs) well i that's what i I, i'm not doing no coffee no i'm just just joking i'm just joking it's just funny well that's the thing like i was treating myself i've been um drinking tea like every day so i'm like oh i'm gonna go have a black coffee yeah and that's gonna be like my breakfast slash like lunch (laughs) So I didn't have breakfast or a lunch, and I instead had a vanilla latte, and I came home with a headache and, like, feeling like my head is going to explode. There's literally no silver lining. Jake, you you need to change this to feed me. Yeah. So. Wow. Well. Unfortunate. Lifting and positive. <laughs> Um, my silver lining, because we haven't talked about it on the show yet, is the reel that we made. We haven't even addressed <laughs> that. We've addressed it a lot in our personal life. Um, well, Lisa and I, in the new wave of being more serious about the podcast, we're like gonna, you know, crack down and make more TikToks. And then the first day we get together to make one, which is actually really crazy if you think about it, that was the first TikTok 
we ever made and it went viral. So that's like actually really encouraging. Um, did it go a, tic, did it go viral on TikTok too? Just our Instagram. No, it had like seventy views on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. So, which is weird. Usually, controversial things go more viral on TikTok, but we're still figuring it out. Um, and if you guys follow us and have seen it, it's just an obviously satire. joke. It's satire. It's a literal. Like, satire. I don't even know how many times I had to spell check satirical when I was commenting (laughs) back to people of, like, I don't understand, to be honest, how someone could be that stupid to not understand that it's an absolute joke. And we're the thing that's funny about it is we are making fun of those people who were commenting on it saying that stuff. Right. So... Anyway, we made a whole joke about how people say Christians are judgmental and we're in a cult and we don't drink and all of these things. And um, it didn't do anything for a while. And then all of a sudden I noticed we were just getting so many followers. I was like, what is happening? And 300,000 views later and so many completely disrespectful and unbelievable comments. Um I say it's great. Bad publicity is good publicity over here. Well, and I mean, the things that people were saying about us and to us were unbelievable. And it really shows how cowardly people are behind a screen. Yeah. And it's coming. It wasn't anyone that we knew. Literally anyone who saw it, especially before it went viral, was like, oh, my gosh, that was so funny. Like, I sent that to so-and-so or whatever it was. I got so many of like people that I knew in person of course telling you did. me like you know good job <laughs> I oh I did it I did it but of course you did <laughs> I mean it was like my sisters and my my family and whoever it was sure and me and you were never like oh no how are people gonna take this we're no. like this is so obviously like we're we're not making fun of Christians which we're more than happy to make fun of ourselves. Um, we're making fun of the people who think we're actually in a cult. And we're th- making fun of people who think, like, you know, Christians don't drink every so often, too, or that, like, you have to, whatever. Yeah. And so it's overall a joke and a joke. And I know. Some I... people did not understand that. And it's it's the people that I imagine first of all just didn't really think about it and then are also like I understand reverence to a point where it's like you know maybe no jokes at all as far as Christianity is concerned but you have to have some sort of sense of humor in life and I don't think that people who are too serious about their own faith can understand that that you can have fun in life (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a really good... Well, first of all, I've never been called the C word. So that was fun. That was a first. That was a first. Thank you. But It wasn't a first for me. I went to public school, but... Okay. I remember, I've like very vividly remember the first time like I get called things because I just was never around it. And it mostly happened at Red Robin. And one time I was like, just so you know, that was the first time anyone's ever said that to me. So you should feel really bad. (laughs) So, um, anyway, I think it's, like you were saying, we, we have, like, for me, I have reverence for God, for the gospel. 
Oh, yeah. As far as, like, my religion and what we all say this religion should be, that is the what we're making fun of. I would never make fun of God or what he says in the Bible. We're making fun of what humans have said about this religion. And I just think it's a good reminder for anyone, like, comments don't do anything unless they're positive. And if you have a problem, I say DM somebody with genuine questions and concerns. Um, and we got some genuine questions on there, and I hope that maybe people could hear them out. Um, but the silver lining for me was I actually did not care whatsoever. Like, it didn't even bother me. And I'm like, if that's the negativity that we get, I'm actually fine with that because those people are just they want to misunderstand and they want to sit behind their computer and do stuff. And it actually doesn't phase me at all. I wish I could say that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why I don't like look at comments on anything, like usually not even on my own photos. It's never mm -hmm. negative, but I don't look at likes. I don't look at anything because I'm just like, there's for myself, I don't get, I don't gain anything from it. Um, and so seeing the comments, I, there was a part of me that was like, wow, that makes me really sad that this person was like so hurt um a and then b so hurt to the point of like needing to call us like sinners or satanists or don't you love your god and i just have to remind myself i'm like well we're kind of in the business of you know we don't have to choose to do videos like that but that's who we are and that is our sense of humor and um i won't do anything for publicity but if that's what people chose to have a reaction to and freak out about, then that's their own thing. And like we do profit from it. <laughs> yeah. And I think a good thing to remember is I almost guarantee you that those people weren't actually hurt. I think a lot of those types of people and maybe just because I've been in this space, it's like people are just hateful. They want to comment stuff. They want to hurt other people because they have nothing better going on with their life. And for the people that genuinely ask questions, I was happy I could answer them and be like, well, check this out in Romans. Like, this is my perspective, you know? You're asking me about predestination. Like, hey, that's actually a really good test for me to know that I need to brush up on actual questions people might have for us in our faith. Um, but, you know, it is it is unfortunate. It's like, it's, it's fun. It's like Russian roulette every time I open the comments. I'm like, what am I going to get? <laughs> you know? But, um... Hey, I think if anything, that was really encouraging to be like, oh, we can make content. We can, you know, go viral. Yeah. Like it happened. So let's keep doing it. Yeah, that was the hope. That <laughs> uh, was the hope. <laughs> Eventually, somewhere mm -hmm. along the line. Um, anyway, so uh, should we uh, get into our eavesdrop? Yeah, let's get into it. Do um, we were kind of already talking about a few things as far as, you know, not enjoying the holidays and like, why are we doing this? I think that, um, you know, I talk about, I'll probably talk about this every year until we don't have this podcast anymore. So until the day we die, um, that the holidays are really, really difficult. And for people that come from a broken home, I think you understand. And I think the most difficult part of the holidays is seeing everybody else have a fun holiday. And so it's like people go out with their families and their nieces and nephews or grandkids, and they go get a tree and they decorate. And it's like, 
people have all of these traditions and then I'm left feeling like I need to pick up the pieces of like, okay, where, where do we fit into this? Like, where does a broken home fit into this? I think that the longer my parents haven't been together and that I've been with Arturo, I think one positive thing that has come from it is being really intentional about tradition and being like, no, we are going to go get a tree, even if it's just you and me already and we're the ones decorating it. Like, it's maybe not as fun as it could be, but it's going to be fun. Or like for Thanksgiving, we're actually just going to cook just Arturo and I tomorrow and we're going to have leftover food. And that's really like, that's fun for me. Um, like same with the holidays, being grateful that my dad can come over that my parents are super like they're friends and they don't like freaking want to throw things at each other like I'm grateful for that you know so I think it's just finding those little things you do come from a broken home like not comparing because it's like a family isn't a family because there's a ton of you a family is what you make of it and maybe sometimes your your friends are going to be more like family or maybe there's only going to be two or three of you you can still like be grateful and thankful for whatever is you know so I don't come from, did you call it a broken home, broken yeah. family, broken mm-hmm. home? Um, and I have a lot of family. Um, so there's almost like too much to do. Um, but Zav does come from a broken home and he also has like a, a bigger family. And I don't see any like disappointment or her from his side of the family so that's just um to say like I don't understand like what it means like for the holidays to be difficult for people other than like for myself it's like I we have so many places to go so many people to see like we're overwhelmed if anything yeah because there's so much to do so can you like help me and even like other listeners be able to understand like what it means like how is it hard like, what is it that is hard or, um, like why you, you, you started, well, you described it, but I, I'm like wanting like a deeper understanding of like how it could be difficult if like, there's not as many people there or, um, you know, your parents like being split because I see it in Zav's family and there's no hurt from what I what I've seen and from what I know from Zav so I'm trying to understand as far as like how that's affected you yeah um I mean I think every like the first thing to say about that is that every situation and every family is so different like you're probably never gonna find you know like a family that is the same when it comes to like how their divorce was I'm really grateful that my parents divorce was really amicable it didn't get it didn't get messy at all and um i think i think for me like me as olivia can make it really challenging is because my parents got divorced so late in life we always had those family moments like we would go you know to disney together we would have christmas together and even though there was always like tension because that's just how it was my sister was there we would wake up we would open presents the thanksgiving we would all go together like as a unit and it was like we always had something and then all of a sudden i'm 18 and it's like no your dad's not coming over this year then it was like what do you i mean Yes, he is. You know, it's like, what do you mean? Because it's always been this way. 
and that's not fair. Like, I think a lot of it is just kind of like, hey, that's not fair. Then as time, so I think it could be different probably for Zav or even for Arturo where they, they haven't had like a functioning family for a very, very, very long time. And Zav has a lot of siblings. So I think for me, it comes from this very like, my sister lives in Australia, you know, and I haven't seen her in a very, very long time, years. And she doesn't come home for the holidays. And then all of my extended family never had kids. And then my closest cousins to me are in their 30s and they don't come home for the holidays. So I think it's just one of those weird things of like, do I have friends? If we don't go, will they even notice? Like, what do we do there? I want to do these things, but it doesn't feel festive and exciting. It just feels almost obligatory sometimes. Then again, the older I've gotten in my 20s, I've been like, you know what, this is going to be what I make of it. So we're going to go and we're going to make jokes and we're going to play games with my old family members. And it's going to that like that is my family and that's OK. And, you know, for the first few years, we didn't get a Christmas tree because I was really like a humbug to my parents. And then I got to a spot whoa, where I'm whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is that? Oh, <laughs> Excuse me, you're what? Oh my gosh. I Whenever I say stuff, I'm like, it's so stupid what we say. I don't even <laughs> want to explain it. Bah humbug? You've never heard that? Never in my entire life. Not even a TV show, not a podcast, nothing, no person in my life has ever said that. Um. Okay, so I actually... Um, Bah humbug? Should I bah, guess? It's it's bah humbug. Yeah, please guess. Okay, the way that you were describing it, it's almost like putting your foot down like, eh. Uh. Um. <laughs> Stubborn? Um, no, but it is like, it's from... So people say, I guess I was looking it up where it came from. It is an old phrase, but it came from um, Scrooge know like old mm -hmm. Scrooge he would say bah humbug because he hated Christmas mm. so if you ever hear anyone be like oh, oh so bah Christmas humbug related. you're being like a Scrooge yeah it's Christmas related mm. uh, <laughs> that's so funny that's so funny okay so you were being bah humbug, bah humbug. <laughs> and didn't get a tree yeah and so you know I think for a while I was being kind of just like you know I, I don't care to celebrate at all now because this isn't fun. And mm -hmm. then it was like, yeah, but I have Arturo and we can go get a tree and we can decorate with my mom and I can be intentional about watching a mom or watching a mom, watching a movie with my mom, you know, on Christmas or Thanksgiving. And um, yeah, so I think the hurt comes from what always was and then it stops. And then for some reason, everyone has to be okay with it. And I think people that have divorced parents, no matter when it happened, they can understand that. It's like, we're supposed to be okay with it now. But it's mm -hmm. like, but we're not okay with it. And so how can we make it the best it can be? And that's why I so look forward to having my own like unit and family and space and area one day to be like, now it's time we can create our own memories you know, because I, I love like tradition and I am very sentimental and that's probably where it comes from, too, because like you're not mm -hmm. sentimental at all. And mm -hmm. I am so sentimental. Like when I think of even like certain ornaments, like we got one every year and it's written on the back, like it's very like touching to me. And so I think that that's probably where 
that comes from, if that all makes sense. Yeah, it, that's where it all came from. Your sentimental part of you, maybe? Probably. That that makes a lot of sense um, because it's almost like you're you're wanting to hold on. I mean, that's why you love Disneyland. Like you're wanting to hold on to those moments that were like, this is like what family's supposed to be like and look like. Yeah. Um, what I love about what you're saying, though, is like you've learned to make the good out of make good out of the bad and so um I feel like what's ultimately helped you just like my my perspective and listening to what you're saying I think that's really inspiring and encouraging which kind of sounds lame but it's what I hear all the time from divorced children from divorced families is like, why is this now my problem? Um, so like you're having to change your entire life and you're having to live with like your parents' consequences and you're the one that's having to now function differently and have an entirely different life. Um, and I, I feel like because that happened so late for you, um, you had your norm and so how do you like function outside of that norm and like make it your own is ultimately I think what what people have to do so like when you're thinking about the holidays if if you're having a hard time you have to make it work for yourself so I mean I've been talking to Zav because you know Christmas we have four different houses including our own to go to and um, same with Thanksgiving. He comes from a divorced family and um, they all have their own families and it's awesome and amazing, but it's so, it takes so much out of me and I'm having to realize um, for myself and for Zav, like we can't keep functioning this way and we have to find a middle ground because like, I'm so sorry that your parents are divorced, but I I really can't take you and the kids to every single house for both holidays. That just does not make any sense. We have to do what makes it work for us. Zav, his craziest times of the year are the holidays as far mm-hmm. as work. And like last year, he had a mental breakdown because... Uh, we start off at our house, we go to my parents' house, we go to his mom's house, we go to his dad's house, and then my family in the evening usually has something, um, like my extended family, like my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, and it's all, I mean, not, it's all, my family stuff is really chill, Zav's is not, and ultimately at the end of the day, I mean, Zav, I can't find him. And he'll just like be like sleeping somewhere in mm. in my aunt's house or my parents' house or wherever we're at. Um, or he's just like laying on the ground and he is just like in uh, this m- mental, eternal, internal turmoil of like, it's too much. Mm. And coming from Zav, who yeah. has so much energy, I know, wow. so much capacity, this man has the most capacity of anyone that I know 
But I mean, work on top of four different houses, on top of our own, trying to figure out ourselves, like we're having to figure out and we're still trying to figure out what works for ourselves. Like what, what are the new traditions? So trying to figure out like, okay, maybe we go to your dad's house Thanksgiving and then your mom's on Christmas or we celebrate Christmas days later with your family or whatever it has to be. It sucks because like I don't want to change like my family stuff. And so it's hard when it comes to in-laws and trying to figure out like, you know, what works best and what we should be doing. But ultimately, I mean, the way to survive the holidays is you do what's best for your family and you don't have to apologize to anyone. Um, If we don't see like my sisters spend every other year um, Christmas and Thanksgiving, they switch off with our family and um, their in-laws. And that's never been an issue with me. And so we're still trying to figure that out um, as far as Zav's side of the family. And it's hard because we love them and we love spending time with them, but it's a lot. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think what you said, like touched on is just so true. It's just creating like a new normal and like whatever that looks like. And yeah, that could change year to year. And, you know, I think it's um, it's not saying that now this is over, so I'm done. It's like now that season is over, so we're going to create a new season and we're going to figure out what works best for us. And, you know, like for me, I know I don't see my dad on Christmas Eve. I just know I don't. And I know I see him Christmas morning. And yeah, would it be cool if he was there? Sure. But like, that's just not how it is. And so I think it's just accepting that and being okay with it um, and I mean, same for you. Like, I did not know it was that hard for Zav, especially because I feel like he's such an extrovert, like, going out. (laughs) There's so many family members, and that is the thing about the holidays. I was just telling my mom this last night that make it so difficult. It's like this expectation of getting presents for people and decorating and having to be festive and then going to all of these family gatherings. And I can't even imagine when you have kids because everyone wants to see the baby or everyone wants to see the kids, and it's like a certain point you just have to go like no I we're gonna do what makes us feel festive and what makes us feel great and we're gonna bend a little bit because that's what you do for family but you can't bend so far that you break and so like what are some things that you guys are doing this year hoping to not get so overwhelmed hopefully um we haven't met in the middle yet because it's like an ongoing conversation but even for instance um tomorrow's thanksgiving i cannot believe that i know and um i think i'm having to put my foot down and be like i'm going to two houses maybe i might i might end up just staying at my parents all day long and whether I keep the kids with me and Zav goes and sees his family or I'll probably go say hi to his mom or something because she lives close to us. But his family stuff is like pretty wild. And the big family. He has so many people. I mean, that's why it's like, that's the hard thing. Like I have a big family, but it's not wild. Everyone's like pretty contained. Oh my gosh, the brossers. I can't even imagine being there. That, that's why, like, when I say that, like, no one, I hope no one's like, oh, my gosh, how dare you say that about your in-laws? No, that they, like, pride themselves on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I I have to, like, my in-laws already, like, my sister-in-laws especially already know if there's, like, a lot of people, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> 
And if I am, I'm going to keep so much to myself that people think that I hate all of them. And that's not what it is. It's like I literally I don't I don't know how to function in such a in such a capacity. Mm -hmm. But when it's like all of his family at two different houses throughout the day, that's when I have a hard time. I can do it in in moments, um, but not see everyone at both houses so I'm I'm keeping hope that we can get to to a place where we have proper boundaries it's really hard because we both love each other's families but we just don't know how to figure out how to do it um like safely which sounds like a weird word um but it it extends us to a point where me and Zav can't focus on each other, can't focus mm-hmm. on our children, and we're exhausted. And the next day, we're not in good moods. And so um, it really does just come down to boundaries. And if that means, like, I'm not going to be a part of some of this stuff and he goes and sees his family, then that's what we'll do. I, that doesn't bother me. If it doesn't bother Zav, then that's our own thing. And and so that's the thing, like, we're just going to do whatever works for our family, and we're not going to apologize for that. Yeah. And what's so weird is, like, family is supposed to be, like, a support system. And it's not supposed to be something that makes, like, guilt trips you or makes you feel bad or puts pressure on you. And, of course, we should all compromise. I mean, I think that's what family and friends are. It's, like, you compromise to help people or be there for people. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's... Like you're saying, I mean, setting up boundaries is just so important. Um, I mean, in every aspect of your life, especially the holidays, because if you think about it, I mean, the holidays are all just like this man-made thing. I mean, we kind of touched on that in our unpopular opinions about like pagan traditions and stuff. And they are a beautiful thing. Um, For the most part, I mean, most people don't view the holidays like it is Jesus's birthday or anything. We view it as a time to give gifts and eat a bunch of food, which I think is great. Like, I think it's great to have a time to go hang out with family and be able to see people. Like, sometimes it's the only time of year I get to see my aunts and uncles. Actually, most of the time. And so, I mean, if anything, I need to be more intentional during the year. But it's good that we have, like, that ability. But if that's keeping, like, you and Zav or me and Arturo from actually enjoying it and doing what we want to do and having those memories or you guys having those memories with, like, Mav and Bear and if it's preventing you from doing those things, I definitely think it's great that you guys are talking about boundaries, especially for Zav as a pastor. And I just can't even imagine, honestly, stress of it all. Yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that just wants to do it with my kids and that's it. I would want to do that, like just wake up on Christmas and do it with the kids, not see people. Yeah, there's there's, there's nothing wrong with that because you've seen them. You're really intentional about family anyway. You see your oh, families oh gosh, all I, the I've time. See, we see all of our family. Like, I have sister days <laughs> with like my in-laws. Like two days a week, I see my sister multiple times a week. I see my mom at least once a week. Yeah, twice at least three times a week actually. Yeah, and it's different if. You know, we're not speaking on if you have family coming into town or you haven't seen people in a while or they're staying with you. That's just completely different. But I think as we go into the holidays, setting up those boundaries, like you said, not apologizing for things. And if you're more in the position of like maybe your parents just split up or maybe you just like split up with your partner. Like we don't know. Take those times. Take this time to feel your feelings and make 
your own traditions because that's really what um, set me free from like the holiday blues was being like, I'm going to do these things now and it's going to be fun. (laughs) And I think ultimately it comes down to like comparison and coveting. Mm -hmm. And so like, don't covet what other people have. You don't really know what's going on. Like, yeah, I have a ton of family and so many things I'm so thankful for that I love it I enjoy it I do but it's not all that enjoyable and um, it feels great to like have a ton of family but ultimately what should the holiday really come down to I mean if it's Thanksgiving that you're worried about uh, maybe you should really be focusing on thankfulness and the things you do have and not thinking about all the things you wish you had. I mean, of course, like if you're in a desperate time or um, you you lost family or whatever it is, yeah, please mourn that. And that's like even what Jesus wants us to be doing. Like we should be mourning the things that we lose, but also remember to be thankful for what you do have you have so much more than you realize you do and you're gonna have good in every day you're gonna have bad in every day and then when it comes down to Christmas yes um, generally Christmas is about um, being with family and feeling the love of being in a family but I mean it's it's Christmas and we really should be thinking about Christ. And so what does that look like? I mean, that's even something that me and Zav have been talking about is how can we truly introduce our children to like the truth in in holidays Uh, when it comes down to Christmas? Like what are things that we can do as traditions that are reminding us of Jesus? Um, Just as the the boys get to an age where they'll start remembering things. I want them to remember every single year, like what everything is truly about. And I think that's just a good reminder for us as adults, um, what we should be focusing on, especially if like we're having a hard time, that's okay. But, um, don't, don't just like live in your sorrow, try to live outside of it. I mean, even just for me this year, which we would get into at a different podcast, but just understanding like the fragility of life and just being like, it's not about the gifts and it's not about um, everything. It's like, I'm thankful that Arturo is here. I'm, I'm thankful that we got through this year and trying, it's like, I know it's easy to get stressed about cleaning and making sure that your house looks nice and you're making the perfect food and all of this stuff, but it really is understanding like, I mean, if the whole, we can see with the whole world, like we didn't know we were going to be in a pandemic for two years, like things can change um, an instant. And so, yeah, if you're in that spot where you're feeling a lot of sorrow, try to find just those small things to be grateful for. And if you're in a spot where you're just overwhelmed with stress, like take a step back and realize that most of that stress just doesn't even matter and you can just let it go and um, yeah, like enjoy time with your family and making new traditions and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Well, is that uh, is that it? I think it is. Try to keep it short. I know unquote. it's in freaking hour. <laughs> um, 
Well, guys, we hope that you enjoy your holiday no matter where you're at in life. And um, if you want to get us gifts, you definitely can just DM us for our address. And um, you can follow us at Salt Pepper Podcast. And you can follow us personally at Olivia Crant and it's Lisa Brosser. I think that's it. So it's always better. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the salt and pepper podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.